everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Alicia and I'm all the way from South Africa. So today on my podcast we're going to talk about Kempton Power Hospital, the actual hospital and not the child killing doctor. <laughs> so this hospital, the pride and joy of a part of South Africa, like a small part within Gauteng, um, which is like a teeny tiny little province within South Africa, which you can call a state if you don't know what a province is. Um, so, Kempton Park Hospital was back, way back in the day, like basically when I was born, um, like a really popular hospital in the area in the Kempton Park area. Now this hospital had less than 300 beds from what I gather so like 200 and between 200 and I would say 40 to 60. Uh, there are estimates but I mean like I and some other sites say like around 270 beds so I don't think there's a concrete answer. Just, it's less than 300, more than 200, around about the middle. Now, Oakhampton Park Hospital. Oh, how you confuse me. Now, guys, please tell me why a very popular, busy hospital with about 800 incubators for premature babies um, and I think five operating rooms like theater rooms would suddenly close down the day after Christmas in 1996 like why would people walk out of the hospital everyone that could mid operation mid like um, in the middle of any activity like they just walked out I'm giving you a moment to think why so I know the hospital has had some scandals you know like doctor child killer Esther Eisen. I can't remember his nickname I had from the previous one um, but that does not answer my questions as to why everything would just be abandoned back in the day state-of-the-art equipment um, extra machines theater operating tables lights, um, you name it, they had it. Now, there are parts of the roof that's falling in, the lights have been ripped out of the ceiling, the electricity is off, the windows are broken, patient files are scattered all across the floors, the hospital beds that was once occupied are blocking some of the entryways and just Everywhere is a mess, graffiti against the walls, you walk on broken grass, 
you find weird objects even some homeless people live in the area i mean it's it's just such a weird place it's been abandoned ever since 1996 and i mean like it's 2022 now and there have been multiple stories as the government like oh no we'll um we'll reopen it and we'll reinstall equipment and i mean it was a nine floor hospital you know it's it's a big place but ultimately all the plans to reopen this hospital fell through it was empty promises there has been many talks about like either demolishing the hospital because this infrastructure is a little damaged now or just you know sprucing it up but lots of people think that it would be stupid to demolish this building with so much character i mean you can lie on a hospital bed and have a friend that no one else can see right next to you it's a it's a win-win situation for me honestly you might spook some almost dead people back to life okay enough joking around let's get serious so there are lots of conspiracies about why the hospital closed down back then the first one is that the hospital was bankrupt Another currency theory is that uh, the hospital owed multi-millions of rands in debt and so that's one of the reasons why I closed. The second theory is that the scandal with Dr. Esterizen caused the hospital to lose its good name or to have a decreased review and so it had less occupancy in some of my research the third one was that there was some sort of plague i have not found any research about what it could have been but um yeah <laughs> one person said that there was a plague and i'm like oh okay you know like okay whatever number four one of the hospital managers committed suicide in his office but there is also urban legend where one of the workers that was committed to the hospital not that he was i mean he wasn't mentally it's not asylum he wasn't mental but he was in the hospital but he worked there for about two to three years and um, in the process he got possessed that's what they said and he killed the manager of the hospital so i mean there's an urban legend for you then another theory is that some of the doctors were clubbing together to buy the hospital but upon making the final decision they were told that they have to pay the debt of the hospital as well so tying back into the financial speculations again but they couldn't carry that weight on their shoulders and that's why the hospital was never reopened my father who is not a believer in ghosts told me that the hospital 
was said to be haunted and at one stage it became so bad for the workers there that they were avoiding specific areas and one day something might have spooked them and everyone left well it must have been a poltergeist or a demon or something you know that's serious for the everyone to leave and then um i've lost count is this eight um underutilized because patients started going to other hospitals that's more in their vicinity but it could be it could tie in to dr Esterheisen. i mean if a hospital never looked at a background check on one of the doctors i would not support the doctor like that hospital or oh, the doctor and the hospital ever again number nine is like it was understaffed but if it's understaffed and underutilized then it kind of evens itself out in my point of view so i don't know what the issue was and then they say it was an inappropriate location um, meaning that it was built during apartheid era and it was in a mostly white community and within this white community serving white people but i mean it could be a possibility but i don't think in the year of 2022 if the hospital was still running it would have been just serving a specific race you know that is the last of the theories now for me personally i do think potentially the bank went bankrupt and um maybe uh, there are quite possibly hauntings or could have been hauntings during that time period but i don't know it's so suspicious maybe it was aliens or a bomb threat or something what would trigger this like what could closed down a hospital that was open from 1978 until 1996 like what could force them to close down not even a full 20 years later now another thing that's super suspicious is that security guards are stationed around the hospital like in the vicinity 24 7 like all day all night and the government is paying for it, right? So, like, it's a government conspiracy theory here. And, um, it's costing the government millions of South African rands. So, why are they paying security guards? I mean, yes, they've applied for multiple tenures to try and refurbish the hospital, but every time it has not happened, you know, it's been going on since right after the hospital closed 2006 2015 it's 2022 and it still hasn't happened they've spoken about refurbishment multiple times they've spoken about demolishing it but um nothing now i know there are quite a few adventure seekers ghost hunters in my <laughs> listener groups now, multiple witnesses have confirmed that they have experienced, you know, the friendly, I think, friends that not everyone can see and hear. One person has reported that 
he's seen a shadowy figure in the basement where like there's a tunnel there and he stared at the shadow for three seconds and suddenly the shadow moved which spooked the living daylights out of him. I mean, it would spook the living daylights out of me too if you don't expect it to suddenly move. Like maybe it's your shadow and then, <laughs> surprise, it's not. But wait a minute, if there are securities trying to stop people from entering, how did people enter? Oh, well, thanks to the corruption in South Africa, the securities accept cash money money. So if you slip them 40 South African rands, which is the equivalent of, oh, I mean, 10 zloty, less than 10 US dollars, I mean, it's cheap, but still it's corruption. Um, if you slip them a note, no, actually two notes, two twenties, then um, per person, sorry, um, they let you in. But their rules don't shine your flashlights close to windows and don't make any loud noises because you could alert the police. Anyway, it's a pretty good idea of making some side money, you know, under the table, no taxes. Okay, but now to get to the juicy stuff that we honestly all have been waiting for, right? This one man, like, idiot, um, but anyway, one night he took his dad with him but I mean like he was maybe in his 20s or 30s so 40s now on the video he was definitely older than 30 but I don't know how long ago he took his dad there I wouldn't take my dad there his dad is a non-believer like my dad you know like don't believe in things you can't see but in one of the garden areas as you walk out of the hospital people have said that it feels like something climbed onto their backs and is kind of like getting a piggyback ride, you know? So this man's dad actually starts shouting, get him off me, get this thing off me. And then he continuously shouted that specific sentence, but as soon as they exited through the gate and went off the property, whatever was on his back disappeared. I mean, I don't want to carry anything other than my own weight. That sounds uncomfortable. That's kind of like the hitchhiking ghosts from Disney World, you know, except like piggybacking ghost, piggyback riding ghosts. But it sounds like a really uncomfortable scenario. I mean, I don't know if you can actually see them, but it's weird. I don't want to experience that. Oh. The same man, right? The one who bought his dad. One night, he was sitting in the garden with some friends, and they were fooling around trying to ask this, like, ask this, some of the spirits questions and see if they'll get some answers. Just messing around, you know, like you do when you've had a few drinks. So, he asked the question, like, 
If there's anything huge buried here in peacemaker movies, guess what happened? On one of the top floors, a window suddenly opened and shut and made a lot of noise when it was quiet and dark outside. That would personally spook me quite a bit, but this man said he continued asking this thing that was responding questions and it kept on using the window to answer yes or no. Like, no. Eh eh. I'm out of there. No, I might still mess around, but anyway, I'm out of there. Because you don't go knocking if you don't want to open the door to whatever you know is out there. Now some of the other stories that people have encountered is female voices talking very softly, um, female apparitions, floating orbs, footsteps, knocks on doors and knocks on the roof, cold gusts of air, and um, someone also noted a baby crying, and one man started feeling unexplainable pain, but not like physical pain that I could understand, like maybe emotional pain, or actually it could be physical pain, but he said something was projecting the pain onto him. Now, what do you think happened in this hospital? What do you think could have caused everyone to leave patients, operation tables full of blood and full of like patients still waiting for their operations or being operated on, private medical files, why would people just leave, why is no one actually talking about this. Everyone that was there that day is keeping quiet. It is one of the most frustrating mysteries that I have encountered in a while. I want answers. I love getting answers. But for years, for multiple years, I have no answer. No one can answer. And I honestly think at this stage of my life that if I do find an answer or get an answer from many of the people, I just don't believe them because we've made up such a weird story in our heads already, you know? Urban legends and potential UFO sightings, like, I mean, okay, it is never written or stated that UFOs, but I mean, like, oh, anything could have happened in this hospital thanks to our imaginations. But, now, would you enter the hospital? Do you want to come with me? Let's go to South Africa and we will walk maybe 
during the day, but I prefer at night through the pitch black hallways where you have hospital beds and monitors blocking your way and you pray that nothing jumps out next to you and scare the living soul out of you. Do you go into haunted buildings or abandoned buildings just to see if there's something there? Do you need to feel adrenaline to feel alive? Do you need to feel scared to feel alive? There's once a bustling hospital filled with people is now a decaying corpse of a building strewn with litter sitting under the African sun withering away. Once feet, shoes, kids, elders, adults and teens visited the hospital and now homeless people, ghost hunters and adventure seekers are the ones visiting the hospital. Oh, and security guards. Do you think the security guards ever experience everything? Anything at that hospital? I think they would. If there was something in that hospital, I think they would. One lady mentioned that while she was working there, they were told to avoid some areas and which areas to use due to all the hauntings in the hospital. Do you think that's true? Or do you think there was some other illegal or malpractice going on? Do you think they were harvesting organs or beating patients <laughs> by removing working bodily parts? I don't know. Maybe they were experimenting on them. There was a story about prisoners being in the basement, being kept in the basement. Maybe. They were experimenting on them. Why was their prisoners kept in the basin for treatment? Just imagine you're in a dark room and there's no one around you. Close your eyes and suddenly you feel cold wind. There's no possibility of a draught in the room and you ask is something there and they say yes as softly as possible and you ask again is something there and they say louder yes and now you have confirmed there is something with you in the room but you can't see it and then suddenly there's a shadow in the corner darker than the dark room you're standing in 
staring at you, you're staring at it. And when you think it is your shadow, it moves. That is where you will see me run as fast as my legs can carry me. To get away from the place. To get away from my demons and away from my emotions. To just escape and never go back to that place ever again. Because I've been there and I've done that. Where at night I wake up from a deep sleep to find something standing in front of my bed staring at me. I can see its outlines. I can't see eyes. I can see it looks like a human. And it's just looking at me, not moving. And then suddenly, I freak out and I pull my blanket over my head. And the only thing I could think of was to pray. To whom, I don't know, but I was praying. That was what my instincts told me to do. To save myself. I don't know what it was. What about it? But I felt like I needed to save myself. And until today, I don't want to experience that fear ever, ever again. Thank you for joining me in my podcast today. And I hope you have a wonderful week. If this was your first time, please join me again. And if you've listened to my podcast before, I hope to see you again soon. Don't do anything stupid. Goodbye. And enjoy your week.